Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Kate. That's Dave. Hello. And the soup of the day is... The soup of the day is war wonton. Mm. I just got thrown off because when you started saying, Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby, I thought you were going to say, My name's Dave. (laughs) Your name's Kate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sadly. I was thinking of me introducing it in my own head. (laughs) Wow. So I got thrown off. Selfish. (laughs) This isn't the Dave show. (laughs) kind of is it's half the dave show um so yeah there you go you're a superstar these days huh a soup star <laughs> i see what you did there yeah mm-hmm. you do anything fun this week dave oh is that why you're calling yep. me a superstar <laughs> <laughs> well the band played somewhat of a gig but really it was just an open jam at the canby but we still rocked it mm-hmm and I was there being your photographer. Mom. <laughs> no, mom. <laughs> Our media person. Yep, media person. That's better than is that, mom. Is that my official position? Sure. Sure. You want to be the manager? Mm, that seems like I'd have to do work. Roadie? No, sounds like I have to do work. You could be a groupie for one of the other three. Uh, sounds like I'd have to do work. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to be? The, the, the mom? I want to be like a promoter because like great do it because promoters are just like hey like go to this show go to the show we're friends right I'm going to the show you should go to the show too I could do that but that's if what, you're the promoter that's what I did for that show two of my friends were there that's right thank you very much that's very true it just sounds like I have to talk and I don't have to do any work <laughs> <laughs> just like this podcast <laughs> this podcast is plenty of work <laughs> I edit it. It doesn't take a lot, but I edit it. Yeah. We research. Um, speaking of people. People. You brought two people. Mm-hmm. I brought you, so I brought those two people, too. Oh, okay. So you brought three people. Then. And I brought Emma and Travis. Uh-huh. So you brought five Emma people. Emma of Second Impressions fame. Oh, right. Here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second Second Impressions, Impressions, (laughs) where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. (laughs) And... Nobody else brought anybody. Oh, uh, no. Chad band. brought his girlfriend. That doesn't count. I brought my girlfriend. Your girlfriend's in the <laughs> band, you weirdo. <laughs> she didn't bring anybody. Craig didn't bring anybody. These amateurs, I'm telling you. Well, you know what? Maybe I went for Courtney. I, I invited you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was there to be her biggest support, not yours. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. You have to get Chad some credit because he did bring one person who was obligated to go. <laughs> <His girlfriend. Yeah. laughs> I went on my own free will. <laughs> That's true. But she was very supportive of him. Like, yes, she was. She seems like a really like supportive number one Especially fan. Especially because she had to work super early the next day. Yeah. See, that's commitment. Yeah. Good on her. I also had to work super early, but I didn't have to drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live across the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So claps for Kayla, not Kate. Hey. 
rude. Thanks for coming and taking pictures and bringing your friends. You're welcome. I was happy to be there. Haley and... Manish. Manish. Mm-hmm. Haley was on this show once. Mm-hmm. And Manish recommended one of our topics. Once. Which one? The Barari Deaths. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was a dark episode. That was a dark episode and it was all his fault. <laughs> his fault and the guy I work with. Mm-hmm. And at the time I worked with him, so it was co-workers' faults. There you go. If, when in doubt, blame your co-workers. It's never Agreed. your own fault. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the show was good. I think we should have played more songs and just went for it, even if they weren't really ready, because it was just a jam. Yeah. And the people who played after us weren't very good. You guys sounded really good, though. Thank you. Yeah. And don't rip on other bands that are from Nanaimo, <laughs> they because bands. you might need to network with them. <laughs> they weren't bands. They were just people jamming together. That's why they didn't sound good, because they weren't like a band. Yeah. They didn't practice together. They just got on stage and started trying to do stuff together again you might need to network so (laughs) (laughs) shut your pie hole i'll cut this part out (laughs) we were offered a gig were you yeah but chad's gonna be gone he's gonna be in africa but then we were also told that okay that's fine you can have whatever gig whatever okay so was it at the camby yeah cool with kaiden the guy who runs metal monday cool so that is cool yeah what'd you do Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing. I went to your show. You saw a superstar. I guess. <laughs> well, you did. So, I went to Snoop Dogg. Who was a superstar. Who was a superstar. And we went drinking beforehand, and we were late. Oh, for so the- you don't remember him? No, I remember. Okay. We were late for the concert. So, it was me, my friend Mike. It's not my boyfriend Mike, but a different Mike, because there's like a thousand Mikes in this world. Fuck you, Mikes. Why are there so many of you? <laughs> Blame their parents. <laughs> yeah um and my friend melanie and yeah we went to the library public house beforehand and then we walked across but we were drunk so we walked up to bc place instead of uh oh no arena first you walked to the giant stadium instead of the hockey arena (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i was like where are we and then so we ended up going like behind we were behind rogers basically at that point and but there was doors back there so we started to go through them yeah, there's doors around the whole thing yeah and we're walking with the other people and um my friend melanie just flashes her phone to like show her tickets and the guy lets us in and we start following these other people in and then we go into this well-lit room that's very private and there's free alcohol and food everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, where are we? And we oh, just no. sit down. It's really quiet and you can't really hear the show. And there's two hoes. <laughs> I don't know how to describe two them. Hoes. One of them was wearing Louboutins. And <laughs> What's that? It's like a $700 to like couple thousand dollar shoe. And depending on... They have red bottoms. Oh, like really Oh, the heels. red bottom shoe. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um... And then, like, some guys that I don't recognize, but then all of a sudden, Mike turns to me and goes, Kate, like, we're in Bone Thug's dressing room. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Do they not question you? No! <laughs> you were just another hoe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my friend got up and, like, drank some of the drinks and, like... Oh, my God. The only people that seemed to have a problem were the girls. Because <laughs> you were going to steal their men. Yeah. They were, like, texting each other, like, mm-hmm. And you're like, girl, I know you texting about me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Were you guys, like, having a regular conversation at this point? No, not really. Like, Mike, like, went up and, like, talked a little bit and, like, smoked some weed. And then we were like, well, we don't want to miss Snoop Dogg. So 
you should have so just hung up backstage <laughs> all night so we went out and we went to go find our seats but like um and mel had our tickets and our seats were like in the nosebleeds and we couldn't like figure out where they were and the staff just like was not helpful mm-hmm. um so we just started like picking seats and then people would like come and then we'd like make friends with people in that area and then uh, eventually we lost mel and me and mike just picked some seats and it was fine like we were pretty close for like compared to where our original seats were right so when yeah and so yeah it was a good time we found her at the end of the show and then went out drinking was with she her. in the dress room getting banged by uh, the other guys <laughs> probably <laughs> who knows no <laughs> mel's a good girl that's good hi Fun mel time. Hi, Millie. If you're listening. Um, and then, yeah, we went out drinking with one of my old bosses after that, and it's good. So, it's very exciting. Happy, fun time. And the next day, on my way back to, on the ferry, I got there like super early. Um, this guy goes, "Hey, I met you at the concert," and I was like, "Hey, guy from Parksville," and we like had a chat because I guess we had had a conversation the night we before. Don't recall. I remember talking to him about him being from Parksville. That's it. And then, <laughs> yeah, then he invited me out to breakfast with him and his friends and i was like i definitely can't keep that down right now <laughs> i'm almost 30 <laughs> i'm not built to do this anymore <laughs> yeah no shit eh? yep mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's my life it's awesome mm-hmm. and i also got a present on the weekend my mommy and daddy read it for me on sunday nice would you like to see it i would love to see it i've been keeping it a deep 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 dark now i know she mentioned this when she was on our show it might have been before the show because she gave us the one gift Mm -hmm. she said she forgot the other one or didn't have it yet or something Mm, she never told me what it was you didn't tell me what it was i i don't know what it is you opened it no this one's for me this is like my valentine's gift Oh, well, I thought that was the thing she was talking about then. I don't know, maybe. No, because she sent this to me um, like mm. a couple weeks ago. And she was maybe like, look out for Valentine's then. Day. And then she said, the other part will come at my birthday. Ooh. So I don't know what the other part of this one is going to be. Well, I'm very excited. Okay. It's a serial killer coloring book. <laughs> Let's see this thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who this Nanny Doss is, but she looks like she'd kill people. But there's all sorts of them in there. I would assume. Um, Michael started going through it, and he was, I was like, hey, you know who that guy is? And he's like, no. And I'm like, what about that guy? He's super famous. He's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, Ted Bundy? He's like, yeah, but only because we watched that documentary. <laughs> I don't know this guy. <laughs> who is it? Arthur Shawcross. Uh, all about oral. All about the oral. I don't remember if I know that one. I don't think so. Uh, BTK. Mm-hmm. There's like John Wayne Gacy in there though. Hmm. Yeah, there's Ed Kemper. I know all about Ed Kemper. Mm-hmm. We'll post some pictures to the Instagram. Admitted to the murder of 300 young girls. God damn, Pedro. Mm-hmm. Richard Ramirez is in there. Um, what's that old lady that had the murder house of? Other old people. Is it this lady? Yeah, Dorothy. Dorothy, I don't know what that says. Perth, maybe? Is that right? What does it say? P, oh, I don't know. Pente? Pente? Pente. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, this is great. Yeah. You and then color it? So I've been debating, because one, I just love it so much that I 
do not want to ruin it. (laughs) But here's some things that I noticed about it. Oh, that bitch is crazy. So I think whoever designed this realized that the type of person that would collect this might have that little bit of like, not OCD, but like that little piece of anxiety that doesn't want to ruin a nice like collector's item kind of thing. So you'll notice on the on the very very last page there's a color swatch page that specifically says this is for you to color swatch so you don't like ruin your pictures. Mm. And then the other thing that I noticed is that each page is only single sided. So when you're coloring one, it's not going to bleed through and color on the back side. So I this feel page intentionally left blank. Yeah, I feel like the person who designed this kept that mind in mind the type of customer that would buy it and designed it so we'd have an easier time coloring it. So I think I am going to color it, but I haven't decided if I'm going to use markers, pencil crayons, or crayons. (laughs) Well, you could mix it up. No. Oh, straight through. Yeah. Okay, well, you should take a picture of the clean page before you color it, and then so you can do it before and after. Oh, yeah, for sure. put them on all the the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. What's our Instagram? At Sasquatch Ate My Baby. You can also find us on Facebook of the same name. You can find us on Twitter at Sass Ate My Baby. You can find me on all platforms at Catalina Holt. You can find Dave on all platforms at Dave White 1990. And if you have any interesting things to talk to us about or you want to send us serial killer coloring books <laughs> or paraphernalia nope don't send us paraphernalia because you're probably serial killer if you're doing that you can email us you can send me for stuff. our p.o box at um sasquatchy my baby at gmail.com the or, wests yeah that was another thing i noticed the wests were in there you people are evil that's probably why you have horns that'll be the first one i color that guy looks like uh jack nicholson in the shining he does. <laughs> the chessboard killer. Not very exciting name. Bond kind of skull, though. So if you ever have any problems finding a serial killer to research, you have a book of them. Yeah, and then I can uh, post the coloring page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Wayne Gacy. That's a good one we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep looking through these because I want to see them all. I'm enjoying oh, the I'm ASMR, done. so. Oh, good. Ah, test out colors. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. That's pretty awesome. Good job, Des. Thank you, friends. I like presents. Send Kate presents. Just not severed fingers. <laughs> mm, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I mean, that'd be really exciting for a minute. <laughs> and then terrifying, but. But really exciting. What are we talking about? Cryptids. It's a cryptid week. Woo! Woo! We're pretty excited for that, right? I love cryptids. We were pretty dark for a while, and then... Last week wasn't that dark. A little space. What was the week before? I think that was murder. It was that recent that we did the the West and uh, the other guys? Mm. I don't know. Let's look. We need to stop looking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking two drinks. I'm I'm drinking one. (laughs) Mine or tea? You're right. Oh, no. It was uh, pirates. And then then murder. Buried treasure. All right. Yeah. We we just need to bring up the positivity for a little while. (laughs) Yes. Just for a while. Just until after our Sasquatch episode.
the countdown begins the countdown begins also we are we may as well say it now We've, we're gonna have some limited edition uh sasquatch ate my baby stickers um, in the near future designer to be announced because mm-hmm. she hasn't named her company <laughs> <laughs> um and those will come up on the instagram shortly slash announced shortly in soon to be future episodes i think there's probably only going to be about 10 um but we will give those out first come first serve so how do people get them they just ask Uh, we haven't determined that yet probably through the email or something yeah maybe a contest we'll see we'll see we don't even have them yet calm down i've got got some proofs to show you (laughs) oh good so what are you drinking hey is that where i get it do you say get off my dick a lot I mean, not a lot, but, but do it you happens. Say, you say it a fair amount. Okay, because lately <laughs> in conversation, like, I've been saying that. <laughs> well, that's a great say. Like, Michael said something to me the other day, and it was like a nagging kind of thing. Where I was just he was like, on your dick. Yeah, and I was like, you really need to get off my dick. Like, I'm done with you right now. <laughs> and I've said it multiple times to multiple people in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, why do these words keep coming out of my mouth? Because I hear things and I repeat them. I'm a fucking parrot. Like... I'm going to start saying some really Ooh, weird shit. I figured out where two of the things that I say um, come from. Hit me. The giggle dick. Giggle dick. And um, what was the other one? Um, the too much gene. The too much gene? You know how when I get loud and obnoxious and I'm like, oh, it's the too much gene coming out. I don't think you've ever said that to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Giggle dick, though. That's a classic. Okay, yeah. So giggle dick and that. I got it from Jenna Marbles. Who's that? Uh, she's a YouTube star. Yeah. I like I haven't watched videos or listened to her podcast in like a really long time, but well, there you go. Yeah, but I was watching something and uh, she said both those, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> there I am, a fucking parrot." <laughs> Get off your own dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great saying. Yeah, it is. Get so there you dick. go. We learned that Katie's a parrot. Yeah, I wonder where possibly I possibly a cryptid. I wonder where Tits Out came from. Because that one was a was strong, strong contender for a, for a minute, while. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> tits Out for everything. Yeah. My mom did not like that one. No. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. All right. Well, hit us with some uh, cryptozoologic, cryptozoic, cryptozoic information. Yeah. Cryptozoology. I just realized I don't even know where yours is from. Well, you don't need to know. It's a surprise. And maybe it's not one, maybe it's several. Weird, okay. I'm trying to think what that could be now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're going to take a nice tropical vacation to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, which I learned <laughs> during this. Uh, so to start off, uh, most of my sources are themysteriousuniverse.org, Maui Magazine, um, and Visit City to Ville. I don't know what you just said. I just listed my sources. Oh, okay. <laughs> this isn't a fucking math class. Well, you know what? Sometimes people <laughs> like to get credit. We steal our stuff off the internet. Sometimes so verbatim. So everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but if our listeners want to go look it up. Okay. You know, Fair fact enough. check for us. <laughs> if you want to look it up, Google the name of the creature. <laughs> yeah, there's only like two Google pages worth of it for <laughs> this one. <laughs> um, however, there is no Wikipedia page 
um, for oh, this one. So this one. is a hard one. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Where's Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is it because I didn't donate to them? <laughs> oh, they shut you out. <laughs> they shut me out. Um, which, by the way, I looked up the WikiLeaks to be like, is it like Wikipedia? And? It's kind of like Wikipedia. It's like, it's like a search engine for like leaked information yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i was like aliens and so was how like, did you get to the dark web <laughs> i didn't get to the dark web it was just like a mainstream page you googled it yeah i was like google <laughs> google is the dark web <laughs> just google the dark web and you get there um the other day tangent <laughs> michael was pissing me off because he wasn't coming to bed um and i cannot sleep when like someone is up in the house like really it's a problem well someone that like if i know he's going to come to bed and when he comes to bed he's either going to scare the shit of me a shit out of me like in the process of waking me up or he's going to wake me up and it's going to make me angry so like accidentally he'll scare you yeah like, just by like going to bed you'll be shocked yeah sometimes if i'm sleeping and he's in the same room as me like if he gets up before me and is walking around then comes to like give me a kiss i like violently abruptly awake and it I usually scream something like, Jesus Christ, motherfucker, <laughs> and like flail my arms. Like, I'm ready to fight. Like, it's a fight or flight response, and I'm like, Ugh. I like it. Yeah, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds awesome. So he was up, and he was really pissing me off, and like, he's been so busy this week that he was really just irritating me in general because we haven't seen much of each other and i just wanted him to come to bed so i took out my phone and i went to like the thing and i said hey nsa <laughs> in the search bar i'm like if you're real could you just like shut down my boyfriend's computer he's annoying me. <laughs> so i don't believe the nsa is r- real because they didn't shut down his computer yeah it's fake news why would they do it for you they're not helping a sister out well, last <laughs> night I went to bed and Courtney didn't, mm-hmm. and she was on my Apple TV, mm-hmm. so I played a YouTube video from my phone onto the TV just to fuck with her. Yeah, I used to do that with <laughs> one of my exes too. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where were we going with this? Oh, that was just your story. I liked it. Uh, oh, because we we're talking about WikiLeaks. Yeah, and yeah, the NSA okay. doesn't exist. <laughs> and it was a tangent. <laughs> All right, so back to this. Um, before you get back to that. Uh-huh. I'll just talk about it later. It's really funny. Are you going to remember to talk about it? I don't know. I'll, I'll just put the thing. I got a new thing for my CPAP. Oh, okay. And it's funny. Okay. Oh, look, everything's falling down. I look like a garter. <laughs> <laughs> you go to any weddings recently? <laughs> a while ago, it's just been sitting there. Okay. <laughs> I have this thing now. Okay. Because the only one that works properly is the, the nose one. Yeah. But I keep opening my mouth when I sleep so the air goes through my nose and out my mouth. So this thing is to keep my mouth shut. You have a chin strap? (laughs) And maybe I'll show it to you and you can take a picture of it because it's funny. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That'll be on the Instagram, guys. Yes. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Anyway, cryptids. What are you doing? You're in Hawaii. Yeah, so anyways, and also when I was looking for this, um, it took me to a page about geckos because like geckos are kind of like related it's hmm. another word for gecko so it's lizards yeah it's lizards all right minor lizards too it's a very lizard episode yeah oh really mm-hmm. unintentional lizarding <laughs> <laughs> very happy um, okay so and then the other thing that kept coming up um well first i'll tell you what the name of this creature is it's mm-hmm. it's i think it's pronounced the mo'o 
M-O. Yeah. So it's M-O, like weird inverted apostrophe O. Um, and when I looked it up on um, like a pronunciation thing, it was, they said M-O, but somewhere else that I read said Maho. But I think it's M-O. All right. That makes the most Ma-oh. sense to me. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I went to that, like, Hawaii website where I learned that the W actually makes a Z or V sound. In in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, only if it fits after an I or an E, I think it was. What's the language? Samoan? I don't know. The Hawaiians are Samoans, right? I don't think so. I think Samoans are from Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'd say google it but I don't like really like i think much. hawaii like um like people from polynesia traveled and then came to hawaii right and then so they're from there so they might be like distantly related to the samoans um anyways but we don't that doesn't matter <laughs> no it doesn't anyway so i learned that um on to hawaii.com and they speak then, samoan <laughs> oh they do and other languages okay and so that took me down like a whole other path of how to pronounce like Hawaii words because I just, just kept going through things and I'd like <laughs> really like say them and then I'd say one. I'd be like, oh, I know that one. Because before this, the only words that I knew were ohana and ohana means family and family means no one gets left behind. And then also milikilikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Most of that was English. Yeah. <laughs> What about it's aloha? The island greetings <laughs> that we say to you. Aloha. Hi. And goodbye. And goodbye. And then I and then also um, mahalo. Oh. Mm-hmm. That one. I there was a part where I was reading it. And I was like mahalo, and I was like oh mahalo. <laughs> <laughs> like you're sounding it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, anyways. When I was looking this up, the other thing that kept coming up, because this is really popular right now, and because it's only missing one letter from it, Google kept being like, do you mean Momo? And I was like, no, no, Google, (laughs) not Momo. (laughs) What's Momo? So Momo is this internet thing that's going on. It's like, it's this weird, creepy looking doll by some Japanese artist. And there's this big controversy on the internet that supposedly videos of this image have been spliced into children's videos on children's YouTube that halfway through the video, it'll be like normal Peppa Pig. And then all of a sudden Momo comes up and says, um, right. Momo wants you to slit your wrist. Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. And so on and so on. So now there's like, and then it urges them to text this number where more information like, like to hurt themselves, like leaving stoves on and like sticking their things in electrical sockets and it's a very nice thing to like, say to children yeah and there's like three-year-old children that are crying because momo is going to come get them i get it i understand yeah. why the person's doing it why just because to kill off the human race because they don't want the it's like basically showing the parents like hey you shouldn't just leave your kids watching a tv show you should, just in case something comes up you it, be there it's so sadistic though oh yeah like, that's for sure there's some of these children are gonna end up in therapy probably lots of them will because lots of people do anyway that's so messed up <laughs> but because though. of that you're yeah saying. But because of this it's also momo mm-hmm. is something that joey diaz calls a lot of people it's just a word he uses momo yeah all right it's more fun. Joey Diaz is awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not, not as sad as telling kids to kill themselves. Yeah. Um, so Mo means lizard god. 
Ooh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what's listening to make? <laughs> yeah. Is that the sound? Um, it's so it's it's like an overall term. So there's not just one mo. There's like multiple ones, and most of them are female. Um, they have black scales and they can grow up to thirty feet long. They're considered benevolent water guardians um, who positive positively impact water supplies, food supplies, like so, like fish and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and harvests. Obviously, because like water and harvest right. go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, Although if they are angered, they can be malevolent. Um, and so they're a god, like literally. Pretty much. It's part of like their folklore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but oh, some people like genuinely believe that they've seen them. Yeah, like it's an actual creature that yeah. lives among them. Yeah. Um, and when they're angered, they've been known to wash like tourists or people or whoever's angered them away with giant waves that they've just like brought up. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's cool. Um, Mo'os can be lured towards homes um, of people by lighting altars of fire. Um, and people can only communicate with them through their dreams. But it's possible to communicate with them. Um, they also, I don't, don't know if I wrote this down. It might come up later. So like they appear to you in your, in your dreams? I guess so. Hmm. Um. Uh, maybe I wrote this thing down later. I forget. Um, yeah, because I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, we'll see if it comes up. <laughs> so they also have supernatural powers, which include the ability to control water, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, manipulate weather, so like they can make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Very popular in the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> um, or they can shapeshift into other forms, which include... Uh, seductive or beautiful women mm. mm-hmm. um, or geckos <laughs> of course yeah um which by the way did you know that there are five different species of gecko that are not indigenous to hawaii and they're in hawaii mm-hmm. so somebody brought them there mm-hmm. there are no indigenous lizards to hawaii hmm. whatsoever which we'll get into a bit later it's important do I need to remember that for the test? Yeah. Okay. It's worth 10 points to Gryffindor. I'm in Slytherin. Well, then you better get it wrong. <laughs> I wonder if we, what, what team I would actually be on. Probably neither of those two. So I took the test. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, I think I, I took wanted, the test too. I wanted to be Slytherin and I got fucking Hufflepuff. What did I get? I don't know. I don't remember. I might have got Gryffindor. Probably. Because I'm like awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a matter of being awesome. It's having the characteristics of that. Of being awesome. (laughs) Of the house. Who won? Every year. And Gryffindor because it was like totally biased. It was stacked. (laughs) (laughs) 20 points to Gryffindor. Harry breathed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dumbledore definitely wanted to fuck Harry, right? (laughs) Okay, anyways, I found that note that <laughs> I was thinking of. Okay. So, um, O's spend a lot of their time consuming the awa root, which makes them move side to side, which I'm not really sure what that has to do with anything, but I think that kind of means that they might get a little drunk. 
yeah. <laughs> but that's, so they're stumbling. But every note that I found about it was like they move side to side, this way, side to side. Hmm. So like if you get your altar and they like swim up to your altar and you give them some, they'll just go side to side. And I was like, okay, then what? <laughs> maybe, maybe they're dancing. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they're like, this is making me feel groovy. <laughs> yeah, so they're maybe a little drunk. Um, yeah, so although they are a myth or a legend, many people truly believe that this creature is real, including a sighting in 1838 where a thousand witnesses saw a Mao um, named... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill. <laughs> Mokuhinia. I buy it. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> It is suggested before you go swimming that you take an offering with you, like a flower or a branch or basically something that you find on the ground. So I'm not sure how much of an offering it is. <laughs> and put it into the water to determine if a mao is present um, and if and what its intentions are, whether it's benevolent or malevolent. Well, that's why it doesn't matter what it is. What do you mean? Because like, you just have to be thinking about them. You give it to him, and how does how does it decide? So you put the offering in, and if the flower swept away quickly, it means that the mo doesn't want you to be there; that it doesn't want to be disturbed, and you shouldn't swim there. Like go find somewhere else. So to then swim. it's just a symbol yeah. of like to find out if you should be there or not. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you got it. Right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be gold. Yeah. No, <laughs> it definitely shouldn't be gold because it would just like. Yeah. It's like, well, I think the Mo wants more gold because it's just taking it. <laughs> it's a piggy bank. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but to me, this like, I think this part of the legend to me is more like a warning of common sense. Like, obviously, if there's a swift current, maybe you shouldn't swim there. <laughs> That's a good point. But like, remember back to the Ogopogo episode where like there was a chance that Ogopogo was a myth in order to deter children from playing in the lake in dangerous spots on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this part of the legend was like, don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be stupid, stupid, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's where most things come from is just like things to teach people shit, right? Yeah. Um, there are features around Hawaii, such as the cinder cone. <laughs> I think our listeners know when we're about to try and pronounce something. <laughs> yeah. Pa'u'ola'i. <laughs> or Molokini Crater, um, which is a rock formation on Kamalo Ridge. Um, also, fi- five small islands northwest of Oahu, which I didn't write down their names because there's five of them. <laughs> and you didn't want to try and say them all? Nope. Um, that were said to be the remains of Ma'o's because it said that when a Ma'o dies, um, that they become part of the landscape. Um, and that there is also a pool in the Puna district where you can supposedly see the head of Mo resting at the bottom. Um, there's also a pond near Lei Point where a Mo's bones are scattered after it was attacked after it attacked a passerby and was killed by the locals. And then I also have some pictures which All right. I might put on the Instagram. So uh, I think this here is Molokini Crater. Which you can kind of see, it's kind of shaped like a lizard, so you can see where that 
um, has come from. Yep. Um, and then I don't remember what this is. That's a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this waterfall is also something to do with it. <laughs> I think that rock up there is supposed to be one. So uh, it's like they're dried up corpses. Oh, hold on. Um, so Mo- so Molokini Crater is not a rock formation on um, Camelo Ridge. The other one is Camelo Ridge. Those are two separate things that I just turned into one. Oh, okay. Okay. You misread it. Mm-hmm. Okay. My own notes. Okay. So there's a story about uh, Mo being malevolent. Um, there were multiple ones of them being malevolent, um, where three of them, uh, Miloli, Kilio, and Ko, um, that lived off, off some cliffs in Kauai's northern coast, the creatures would like to push travelers off the edge into a river where they would drown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, people probably just fell. Thoughts? Yeah, and they're like, fucking <laughs> mo's. <laughs> or mo's. Mo's. Mo. I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> it's almost like the Titanic wasn't even real. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was a callback to a previous episode for those of you who don't know you should know <laughs> i almost died so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um okay so there's another legend that includes pele which i know how to pronounce that one pele the soccer player no the volcano goddess oh. and i know how to pronounce that one because the soccer player. i played the creature at kapu cave by her interactive <laughs> and nancy drew <laughs> and pele was um was a god that they spoke of in that because like her interactive i don't know if anyone plays children's games but i do <laughs> i enjoy them they're point and click mystery adventures but they uh, like as you're looking for clues like there'll be books or like characters will talk about things and they actually have facts about like the regions that the story um that nancy drew is telling is taking place um excuse me oh i should have done that mike um and yeah so pele was one that was featured in that i'm a huge nancy drew nerd like times a thousand and ten um and so i really enjoyed the creature of kapu cave have you read all the books no not much of a nerd well i've read a lot of them as an adult (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah i figured you were into the games because you read them as a kid I did read them as a kid, and then I also read them as an adult and played the games as an adult. What about the Hardy Boys? They're okay. Sometimes the Hardy Boys are in the Nancy Drew games. Oh, crossovers. Yeah, crossovers. And then they're all, like in the TV shows, there are sometimes crossovers too. And they're just kind of like one of the same. They're in the same universe. Doesn't Nancy have a, a sidekick? Uh, she's got two sidekicks, Bess and George. Um, they're both girls. They're cousins. Um, one's a tomboy, and one's pudgy. <laughs> Those are their... <laughs> i only know like the pudgy friend best because of that 70s show mm-hmm. on one of the episodes they keep talking about it <laughs> okay and then she's got a boyfriend named ned nickerson but sometimes they're just ned kind of, nickerson yeah but sometimes okay. they're just kind of like friends but he's like her number one boy because so they're not always banging no how old is nancy drew like 16 
She could be banging. And her father's a lawyer, and that's why she solves mysteries. But she also has a scuba diving license and, like, a car and... Yeah. How'd she get a car? Oh, she has a lawyer. Yeah, her dad's a lawyer. Father. And he's like never there. Like sometimes he is. Sometimes he helps her solve things. But okay. Enough of Nancy Drew. This <laughs> but is wait. Just... One last question. What? How does she get to all these places and she's 16? She travels the fucking world. Yeah. Her dad sends her. It's usually her like. Her dad sends her to go solve sometimes, mysteries. Sometimes like a friend of her dad's is called and is like, hey. Like, Holy shit, there's been a murder. Send yeah. Nancy. And then she gets sent. And then there's always a secondary like mystery that's happening at the same time. How often does Nancy Drew almost die? Um, so She got hit in the head once. That's it? She's yeah. generally pretty safe? Um, I mean, sometimes like she gets kidnapped. and Great father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nancy Drew. Yeah. What else you got? Um, oh, yeah. So, anyways. So, Pele, um, what about her? <laughs> Volcano goddess. Okay. So, uh, Pele sent her sister, whose name I didn't bother to write down because it was another hard thing to pronounce, um, to rescue her mortal lover who was captured by three Ma'os, which might be the same ones because they were holding Pele's lover um, hostage in a cave in Kauai. And I was like... What are the chances that there's three of the same? Right. Like three chilling. asshole moes hang out on yeah. Kauai. Right. Yeah. Basically. Um, so um, I forgot what I, said. I lost my spot. Oh yeah. So Paley's <laughs> sister starts traveling from island to island, um, and she's got like a sidekick with her there too, um, and she encounters multiple moes like on each island and um her sidekick at on one of the islands almost gets eaten by a mo named kikapua um but pele's sister uses her magical skirt <laughs> to prevent it from happening because i think this person's like entranced and then she chases the lizard to its lair and kills it this sounds just like a nancy drew book yeah it kind of does nancy has a magical skirt too <laughs> Really? No. <laughs> um, there's another story in which a fisherman named Kamanu met... Uh, oh, never mind. What? No, it'd be a really inappropriate joke. It's going to have to do with Nancy's magical skirt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so he met a seductive Ma'o woman and married her and lived with her at the bottom of a river. Um, after about a year of marriage, he started to become homesick and desperately wanted to go visit with his family. So she said, yes, absolutely, go visit your family under one condition. You must kiss no one before you kiss your father. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. If you kiss anyone else, I will have to leave and you will lose me forever. It's a weird request, but fine. Yep, super weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he returned to his family home, eager to tell like his parents of his new beloved. Like he was super in love with her, just like wanted to share his happiness with them. Um, upon returning, he was greeted by the family dog that jumped up to him and looked all over his face. Does that count as a kiss? Including his lips. Oh no! Uh, so, um, I think his dad was the dog. <laughs> So the family had a wonderful, happy reunion. And then when he returned to his wife, she was at the river weeping. You have lost me, she said. Goodbye, husband. And then she went away. So Kamanu waited for her and called for her for months. Um, she never returned. And then he died of grief at the river's edge. He just stayed there? Yep. That's so sad. And his heart broke. 
Um, other fucking sh- dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dogs are in everything. <laughs> um, I read something today where dogs um, release the same type of um, is it is oxytocin the happy the Not happy probably. brain drug? Yeah. yeah, the same like amount and type of it when they see people like that they like that we do when we see like a dog that we like like so they just think that we're like they understand that we're different than them but they think that we're just like a cute like super awesome like dogs are yeah they're like if they like the person yeah well yeah obviously they're like this is a cool like adorable creature um i love it like it's different than me but it's cute and i'm gonna be companions with it the same way that we are with dogs right best friend yeah and but then cats have like a similar like release but it's different and they recognize us as different Servants. yeah different and stupid <laughs> <laughs> and that's why cats meow at us because cats actually um communicate to each other at a frequency that we can't actually hear yeah um and they only i told somebody this once that cats don't meow to each other and they called me a fucking idiot well they do meow to each other but they like a mom cat will meow to their baby cats and stuff because mm-hmm. but it's basically like screaming at it like stop being a dumb bitch well it's like this thing doesn't understand me so i'm communicating it at a uh, tone that it can understand which is louder so the like, same with us yeah and so they're like well this thing's stupid it doesn't understand me so i'm just gonna scream at it i mean they're right we clean their <laughs> shit yeah look at this human cleaning to my shit i better scream at it yeah and i was like that is an interesting fact and so true and then it made me want a cat that's why i like cats <laughs> Like, they know what's up. Yeah, it's like, you're a dumb human. <laughs> come here, dumb Do human. Do stuff. <laughs> oh, you want me to come to you? You want to pet me? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to pet me? I'm going to sit on your computer. But that's why cats will meow back at you when you meow at them, too. Because they're like, it's trying to communicate. Like, it understand, <laughs> it, like, it gen- like a cat will genuinely understand that you're trying to communicate. But that, you just don't understand that the That language. is the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... It's oh, like, this dumb thing's trying to talk. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> meow, meow, meow to you too, buddy. <laughs> I feel like cats are the superior race on the planet. <laughs> they are. You ever seen like pictures of lions in boxes and shit? They're just a big cat. Yeah. It's Sitting on it. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i enjoyed that a lot thank you (laughs) so other sightings we're having a happy episode okay happy episode um anyway so other sightings include a woman named maggie alu claiming that her mother and another source it's a grandmother showed her a mo swimming in a pond in the wailau wailua wailua i'm gonna say wailua 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 okay uh valley (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's also a pool that dries up every now and then due to um, Mao and Maui um, that has supposedly been seen by the locals. Mm-hmm. Why does it dry up? Probably because it's hot. But it says because of the Moa. Yeah. The Mo. Because the Moas can manipulate water and stuff. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's probably pissed off and it's like, you don't deserve water. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said before, the majority of amphibians and lizards in Hawaii, other than the copper stripe blue skink, 
which was declared extinct in 2013, are not native to the land. Um, geckos are common household creatures, um, but they're actually a transplant from Asia. They were introduced over time, and like I said, five species of them. Um, I think most of the animals on Hawaii are native. Yeah. And then, so, since there aren't any lizards that this creature could have been based off of, there are a few theories where this legend came from. Some believe that the ancient Polynesians came to the island and brought stories of lizards or crocodiles from their homelands. Um, but there's another theory, perhaps, where there was a giant lizard similar to the monitor or the Kom- Komodo dragon living on the islands when settlers first arrived. However, there's no historical evidence to back this up, like no fossil evidence. Right. Um, and then there, I apparently didn't write this down, but another idea is that this story might have come from them um, as they were the Polynesians were coming to Hawaii, stopping at like the Galapagos and witnessing a giant like lizard there. And Makes then sense. Being like, yeah, that's a mo. Oh. And then they're like, fuck yeah, scary <laughs> fuck <as> yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the underlying theme of the Mo'o stories are generally most likely just a respect and protect the land. Which yeah. is fair. Like, fucking yeah. respected. We only have one Earth so far. Hashtag Do Elon we? Musk. <laughs> Do we only have one Earth? I believe in parallel Earths. Mm. Like in the DC comics. Okay. I guess. <laughs> um yeah that's all i I have i liked it um i had originally started like researching i want to say they i forgot what they were called the mahoons i don't know i forgot what it was but it was originally like this little race of people that were supposedly like on the island first and i was like this isn't really cryptid yeah makes sense yeah and they're kind of like um equated i originally found it on like a does hawaii have a sasquatch because hawaii is one of the only like states that has no sasquatch sightings but they have like a couple things like that and then another thing that are similar to sasquatch but not quite well, i'm not sure sasquatch would like the the climate <laughs> it's, like, it's too hot like yeah volcanoes erupt all the time he likes a little bit of rain the ash is bad for my asthma <laughs> like, i hate surfing it's really the salt hard gets for him to, to get a prescription for that, that inhaler <laughs> yeah it's a pain <laughs> basically he just has to keep attacking people until he finds one <laughs> <laughs> all right i liked it Uh-oh. i like it like that <laughs> no? sure all right, well, um, I have a story. It's a. About the Buru, or Burus, of Zero Valley in India. Uh, mm-hmm. The Westerners mm-hmm. first heard about Wait, this. Wait, where? Zero Valley, India. India, okay. The first Westerner to hear of this was in 1947, by, and it was Professor Christopher von... Führer Heimendorf. Ooh, is he? Um, is he a Nazi? <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> <laughs> he escaped to India after World War Two. <laughs> anyway, 
You just said it very, uh, with a very interesting <laughs> accent, so. Well, it says, like, it almost says Führer. Does it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think this was Hitler. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, that's all. I just have his name and then he heard a story. Okay. But it's probably Hitler. For everyone out there, Christopher von Führer Heimendorf is Hitler. <laughs> oh, no. We're slandering a man's... This He's man, dead. He's th- dead. This man's descendants are going to send us a cease and desist letter <laughs> via their lawyers that would for be slandering their great, 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 great grandma. Grand, grandfather's grandfather. This was 1947. Yeah, he's a teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so was everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, according to the Apanti elders who live in the Zero, va- zero valley, 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 words. <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> their forefathers. Welcome to our word podcast. <laughs> their forefathers migrated there and decided to populate the area because of its good climate and fertile land. But the marshes were full of the burus and they kept attacking people Uh-oh. uh so they drained the marsh and killed them all how do you drain a marsh i don't know with a bucket <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how else do you do it it was thousands of years ago however long ago yeah buckets all right but some of the burus escaped underground into the springs um, the last sighting was by a young woman who was drawing water out of the spring, and it attacked her. And then the people immediately filled the spring with rocks and clay. Aww. Now, I only bring this up because I was, didn't have enough information on the other things that I researched. Okay. But Stop like, playing with that. I can hear it. <laughs> uh, like your story, it was possible that these were Komodo dragons. Ah, uh, Wait, are there Komodo dragons in India? Not anymore. They killed them all. By the way, I'm going to unbuckle my pants because I'm feeling fat. Okay. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like you undo your pants in this in this podcast. I got to work out a little bit. <laughs> it's on the to-do list. Um, there are fossils in the area saying that these, like they weren't Komodo dragons, but big ass lizards lived in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, cryptozoologist Carl Shooker believes that it was a giant lungfish. Because they can breathe air. And I don't know. I mean, that's all there is about the Burus. Not very cryptid, but monsters. And you say Komodo dragon. Yeah. I shouldn't be doing this so fast. I don't have a lot of information. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing I had so many tangents. Exactly. We'll review a cup after this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's the cup this week? (laughs) This mug that I'm holding. Um, It's dinged up. Tastes a little bit like coffee on the inside. It looks like Michael has never washed it with the sleeve off because there seems to be coffee scum underneath the sleeve, and I've been playing with it. I didn't even know that came off. Uh-huh. Why would that come off? Because it's just a sleeve. Okay. How is it at keeping things warm? Um, it's still pretty warm. I didn't completely boil my water, though, so it's hard to tell. Well, don't you know that you're not supposed to boil water all the way? When you're making tea. Why? I don't know. I saw it on Apparently the you're not supposed to boil water all the way to put it in a hot water bottle. And I'm like, well, then how do you expect it to stay hot all night? And it even says Ooh. on the top of the hot water bottle, do not fill with boiling hot water. I'm like, I don't get it then. <laughs> it's, just, it's supposed to be a warm bottle. That's stupid. 
And then Michael's like, you're not, like, you can't put it against your skin. I'm like, what kind of pussy skin do you have that you can't put a hot water bottle against your skin with boiling water in it? I'm like, <laughs> what kind of pussy skin do you have? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I love I don't them. know if I've ever used one. Oh, that's great. Especially if you have cramps. Like, if you're cold. I don't have those things. Sometimes I fill one up and I'll put it in the dog's bed so that they can cuddle on top and put a blanket over it and so it warms up sometimes if i'm going to sleep and because i don't like to have like the heat on the room but michael does because he's weirdo um he puts the heat on in your bedroom yeah i hate that that's evil yeah i just put a blanket on exactly like i would rather sleep in an ice cold room with like 75 blankets yeah definitely because when i get too hot i have nightmares and then when i have nightmares too hot you can't take any more blankets off yeah I'm like, you can okay. always put more blankets on, though. So I kick off all the blankets, and then I wake up violently because I've had like a nasty nightmare, and I'm sweating. And guess what? I'm gonna fucking wake you up too, because you're gonna hear about it. You're gonna hear about it. You know what? <laughs> Aliens attacked. Oh, I saw an alien. I forgot to tell you about that. Oh, shit. oh we'll talk about that after. You also have a ghost story. And a ghost oh, story. No, you're gonna save that for the next episode. No, I'll just say it in the next one or at the end. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. Keep going. All right. My second thing. Second thing. Wait, you have two creatures. I have three oh okay because there's not a lot of information on any of them are they all from india no oh they're just all lizards or amphibians yeah um the fuck is this one okay the milton lizard milton this one's total bullshit where's milton uh it's in america yeah i don't don't know if i wrote down where it was (laughs) It's in Milton, <laughs> somewhere in America. Okay. <laughs> You'd think I would have wrote that down. But you didn't. It's described as a 15-foot monitor lizard, though. Oh. Now, there's been three sightings of the Milton lizard, mm-hmm. all in July of 1975, mm-hmm. and all by two people. Mm. First one was by Clarence Tuffy Cable mm-hmm. at a junkyard. Uh, he saw it emerge from behind a wrecked vehicle, and it hissed at him and ran away. Okay. So he described it as, quote, big eyes similar to a frog's. Beneath its mouth was an off-white color, and there were black and white stripes crossways of its body with quarter-sized speckles over it. This guy talked weird. So there's um, a Milton in, um, looks like Scotland. Yep, this is not And there's there. a Milton in Ontario. Why don't you just, like, Google the Milton Lizard and find out where it was? Oh, I didn't think of that. (laughs) Um, Okay. The next sighting was July 27th by Tuffy's brother, Garrett. He saw the old car hoods begin to vibrate, and then the head and shoulders emerged. He got scared and ran off to get Tuffy and a gun. But when they returned, it was gone. Kentucky. Yeah, that's right. That's why he talks weird. The next day, Tuffy saw it again. He threw a rock at it. It hissed and scurried into the bushes. Tuffy got a rifle and shot into the bushes. And then they got a search party together in early August, and they never found anything. So, fun fact. There are several alligator sightings in Kentucky. (laughs) But what about the Milton Lizard? That just was like... I think this was just two brothers trying to be famous. Oh, probably. Two brothers. One lizard. 
Sure. I was a going fight with. for their love. <laughs> what, what route were you going? The the thing on Rick and Morty. Oh. <laughs> I was going love triangle movie. <laughs> a Mexican armada from space. Okay. Is that Rick and Morty? Okay. It's all the two brothers. Anyway, all these two things were spawned from the main one that I was researching, but I did the other ones first. Okay. The Loveland Frogs. This sounds cute. It's from Loveland, Ohio. Aww. Was that a sad awe? The, the Loveland sounds like a nice place. Aww. All right. I'd like to visit there. It's on, okay, it's on the tour. It 2020. is a suburb of Cincinnati. Okay. They are bipedal humanoid frogs that are roughly four feet tall. What? <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Yeah. First reported sighting was in 1955, and it was a man, a businessman, just driving down the road, mm-hmm. and he saw three frog-like men on the side of the road. Froggy went according and he did right, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> An alternate version of this story is way cooler. Uh, same thing, businessman, uh-huh. three frogs, but they were under a bridge. And he kept watching them until all of a sudden one of the frogs held a wand over his head and shot sparks out of it, scaring the man off. (laughs) Isn't that better? Yeah, that's better. You may only pass this bridge if you answer these riddles three. (laughs) So each frog has a riddle? Yeah. And wands? I love the wand. Frogs with wands. It's, It's a great image. March 3rd, 1972, 1 a.m., Officer Ray Shockley was driving on Riverside Drive near the Toad's Boot Factory and the Little Miami River. He saw a large animal cross the road. He described it as three to four feet long, 50 to 75 pounds with leathery skin. He said it was crouched like a frog before standing up, climbing, climbing the guardrail, and down into the river. Dun, dun. Well, that was an actual police officer, though. Yep. Hmm. Officer Ray Shockley. Believe in him. That's like a... I like that name, too. Like, that's a that's a good novel, like, crime novel name. Ray Shockley returns to his hometown. <laughs> but the, where he... To that, find out that it was massacred by frogmen. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, Officer Mark Matthews. Similar area. Saw an unidentified animal crouching. Well, that's a fake name. He's got two first names. Matthews isn't a first name. Yes. Matthew is. Add an S, last name. Mm -hmm. He shot it. Oh. Is there a body? He recovered the body. (gasps) What? Put it in the trunk of his car. Okay. What happens next? Did it turn to foam? Maybe. Because sometimes amphibians' bodies will turn to foam, and that's what star jelly is occasionally mistaken for. We talked about that. Well, he found Officer Shockley. He opened the trunk, (gasps) and it was an iguana. What? (laughs) Actually? (laughs) He shot an iguana. When you said he found Officer Shockley, I was like, wait, he shot 
Uh, like he opens it and inside it was he pulls oh. off the mask <laughs> no. and i would he have found officer so- shocks to just show him the corpse <laughs> and it was iguana with its tail missing Aww. uh f- they figured it would just got looser it was released because it got too big yeah but does that explain how it was on its hind legs yeah because iguanas um walk on their hind legs sometimes yep <laughs> <laughs> Iguana facts. Welcome to our podcast. But there's also some speculation that over the years, Matthews Matthews didn't want to seem crazy and he changed his story to this story I just told you. Mm. And the true story is he shot the frogman. And buried frogman the body. looked at him like a bitch <gasps> and walked away and jumped into the river and swam away and never to be seen again. Or he um, was injured and he started to like crawl away so he followed him and he followed him to his frogman family where he died in his wife's arms and out of regret he changed his story to protect the frog people and every year he returns to the spot where he killed the frogman with an offering for his wife and frog kids his tadpoles that's exactly what happened (laughs) that's literally i have verbatim what you just said (laughs) jump ahead 2016 the tadpoles are grown up and they're seeking fa- their father's revenge. Yep. <laughs> this is a great movie, by the way. <laughs> Sam Jacobs mm-hmm. and girlfriend. <laughs> Sounds like they stayed together. <laughs> We're playing a game known as Pokemon Go. What? <laughs> Between Loveland, Madeira Road, and Lake Isabel. Jacobs says... We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual giant frog. I took a couple of pictures and a video because I'd never seen one that big. <laughs> then the thing stood up and walked on his hind legs. And it wasn't in. It wasn't the AR of Pokemon. <laughs> he, he said it himself. It wasn't. Okay. Now Jacob knows people think he's crazy, mm-hmm. and he said, "Quote." I swear on my grandmother's grave, this is the truth. Hmm. Nobody just says that. People love their grandmothers. He also said, I'm not sure whether it was a frogman or just a giant frog. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. And that's all we have to say about the frogman. Hmm. So, fact or fiction? Fact. Not iguanas. Froggy went according in heater, right? Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. a reluctant uh (laughs) uh-huh so i have some real shitty facts or topics but there they are (laughs) (laughs) i like your story about the frog man dying in his (laughs) wife's arms (laughs) i think you should write the movie Mm -hmm. um yeah that's Good. So does that mean that Matthews had to kill an innocent iguana to cover up his his lie? Yeah. That's sad too. Mm-hmm. He found it in a pet store. There was a rash break-ins of pet stores that week. <laughs> the only thing missing was one single iguana. Except its tail was still there. Yeah. Hmm. So it must have been frightened. <laughs> <laughs> he saw the gun. <laughs> The gun, the gun, the gun. They both reach for the gun. <laughs> oh, the iguana. It was, a, it was an iguana. Yeah, no, the iguana reached for the gun, too. <laughs> I don't know if they have 
fingers. Understandable, understandable. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's from Chicago. I never saw it. Oh. It's fun. There's another song that goes, Mr. Cellophane used to be my name. I'm not much John of a show Riley tune sings guy. Riley that. Wasn't it a play? Yeah, but it was also a movie. Oh, uh, okay. Starring... John C. Riley. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the real star, after all. He does kill it. <laughs> yeah. That's so, all I got. So tell me about that thing you were going to tell me about. I saw an alien. No, I saw a UFO. I was at my friend's. Um, it was like a Tupperware party, but it was for bags. And I was leaving afterwards. And it was really dark. And we're out in Cedar. And I was like, oh, well, maybe it was just a plane. Wait, did you tell this on the last episode? No. You mean you told me this story? No, I didn't. I've heard this story. No, you didn't. You, you told me about a Tupperware party once. I told you I was going to a Tupperware party, but I oh, just went Oh, that you were to going it. to one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it wasn't, it's not a Tupperware party. It's a bag party. It's for party. bags. Yeah. Whatever. And as I'm leaving, I saw like these lights, but they kind of looked like they were in like a hexagon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's weird. How many sides does that have? Like eight. No, five. But it was <laughs> eight. Octagon is what I'm thinking. Five. Doesn't Hex have six? Yes. <laughs> I just had to draw a hexagon. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not even drinking, guys. Um... Yeah, and then so I was like, okay, well, that's weird. But I'm like, but, like, we're not far off from, like, the plane landing place. It's called an airport. The airport. So I was like, <laughs> so very well could have been a plane. But I did have to back my car up to kind of, like, look just based off how low it was and, like, the weird shape that it appeared to be. And then I was just like, you know what? If I saw a UFO, I saw one. And if I didn't, I didn't. And I just went on my way. <laughs> I like that approach. Yeah. I was like, I'm okay with this. I'm like, I'm not scared, but I'm also. Can you draw it? Yeah, but it was dark. Do you want to pass me your pen and paper? I don't know if it's not like a true hexagon. But like a plane's not shaped like that. Yeah. So it looked like it was shaped like this, kind of like a flying coffin, I guess. But it looked like it was bent there a little bit. So that like so that's probably what it looked like from underneath, but it looked like it was kind of like this shape. Like a, on the side view. Yeah. Cause I saw it like go from in front of me to like the side of me. Sounds like a UFO to me. Yeah, that's why I was a little bit like What kind of lights? They were like red and yellow. Mm, a lot of them. Yeah, and they were like all around it like this. Interesting. And that's why I was like, that's just odd. Was it a helicopter? No. I, no, a helicopter would have less lights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they really just have like the spotlights underneath them like this. Helicopters look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just drew Where's a the tail? very rudimentary version of a helicopter. <laughs> Is that the rotor on the end there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I buy it. Yeah. And then, well, I have a ghost story. And it's also very short. And another one where I've no. just felt calm. You've mentioned 
a ghost in your home before. Yeah, but I don't remember what happened before. <laughs> I just remember you saying that you didn't want to talk about it because Michael was afraid of it. Or afraid of ghosts. No. Maybe. Michael's afraid of ghosts in general. He has like a whole ghost story from like his past where he got like assaulted by a ghost and he genuinely believes that they exist, but he thinks if you talk about them, it invites them in. Mm, so he doesn't want you to talk about them. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, if there's a ghost here, there's going to be a ghost here. If there's not a ghost here. Same idea with the UFO. Yeah. Like if there's not a ghost here, then there's not one. Like it's, I don't, I don't feel like just because I watch like a scary movie about ghosts that I'm inviting that into my life. Right. I might be making myself more susceptible to seeing it, like by believing, I guess. It's out of fear. Yeah. Where you'll see it. And yeah. And I, you know what? I think that's what he's mistaking for that. Like, I think he thinks that by thinking about it, then he's, I don't know. He, he thinks that he's inviting it to my life. I think that he's the type of person that if he's thinking about it, he's tricking his brain into thinking it's there right whereas i'm kind which of which makes sense yeah because if you're not thinking about like ghosts mm -hmm. then what the fuck you're not gonna be worried about a ghost yeah and i'm not worried about a ghost right. unless i mean the ghost does something scary obviously like if i was by like myself if your walls start to bleed yeah or if like the <laughs> ghost started like throwing things down on the ground while i was home alone that'd be kind of freaky. that was one of your stories that it mm -hmm. knocked a, a thing off, a glass off a Oh, yeah. Of I remember that. It knocked the glass. Yeah, it was a wine glass, and now that's broken. And now I have no wine glasses. Cause you my didn't gold... have your wine glass that you left here. That was not a good one. Oh, not good enough? Yeah. So you left it here? I'm really picky about my wine glasses. And I actually have some, like, um, they're really cute wine glasses that my uncle gave me for Christmas. But they're also, like, not, like, my level. But they will do. <laughs> like, they're big enough. They're cute enough. And All I'm right. like... And Michael probably can't break them. <laughs> <laughs> but he's I, he's literally broken every good wine glass that I have. And well, I had like really nice thin glass burgundy glasses that's like, because the shape of the glass like affects the taste of it because of how it aerates. It. And I don't know. I just like what I like. All right. Anyways. And then did I tell you that Michael kept waking up like a couple of weeks in a row where and he'd like yeah. look at the wall and he was like he thought he saw something yeah and then I don't know if you told any of this on air but you oh told okay me this. yeah well, but he, it's awesome story. he kept doing that and I was like okay like whatever but when I moved into our house I asked the crystal like hey is there a ghost here and the crystal was like nah what are you talking about have you never used a pendulum where there's a crystal do you know who I am at all okay so basically <laughs> you get a crystal of whatever type you want yeah. um I generally use like a quartz one. I do have like amethyst and like a rose quartz one too for like other things. Amethyst is better for like ghosty stuff. Um, okay. Rose quartz is better for like love related stuff. I just like the regular one because it's just regular and I'm a regular old gal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and you ask it a couple questions and you start with some regular ones like, is my name Katie? And then whichever way it's some sample questions yeah to figure out how it's going to respond to you for me if it's yes it always swings um from left to right left to right and then if it's no it goes back to forth and back to forth and sometimes it'll sing, swing in a circle and i don't really know what that means it means maybe i guess so <laughs> it's like i don't know but when i like first got there i was like is there a ghost here and i was like no and i was like all right thanks crystal appreciate your honesty sounds like you're talking to a chick crystal <laughs> she comes in she's like 
No, oh, you're, yeah, you're cool. You're and it's because our house is like old, so I was like, yeah. mm. and there also looks like there's this big stain on our floor that kind of looks Murder like murder stain. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just gotta be sure. <laughs> Speaking of murder stains, just before you get back into your ghost story, yeah. Uh, when my dad got married in Vegas, me and my sister shared a room, and just fucking around, I lifted up the mattress, one of the mattresses. <laughs> There was a blood stain on the box spring. Murder stain. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Classy. Yeah. Vegas. All right, ghost story. Mm. Anyway, so uh, two days ago, yesterday, two days ago. Okay. Um, two days ago, yes. Wednesday was my day off. Mm-hmm. I was having a day. Um, I was going to do some things with my dogs, but I was putting on my makeup first. So I'm in my bedroom, and from my bedroom, there is our hallway, and then the door to the living room is directly across. So Holt was in there doing nothing. He's probably looking out the window. That door was open. I was in my bedroom with the door open. Zola was in the hallway, and Zola does this thing that I call piddle paws. Okay. So it's where she stands on her hind legs, um, and she puts her front paws up, and and then she kind of like goes side to side like she's dancing mm-hmm. and she looks straight up and she does it when she wants to be picked up and when there's a like a new person that she desperately, desperately wants to be pet. Okay, yeah. And so she's like, hey, friend, like, what's up? <laughs> Raise the roof. Let's do this. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of doing my makeup and I look over and Zola's doing it in the middle of the hallway. To nothing. To nothing. So I go and look out there and I'm like, like, is there... Like maybe, and then I was thinking, well, maybe there's like a bug or something on the wall, and she's like looking up, and she wants to like get it or right. And nope, she's just doing it. When I come out there, she like sits down on the ground, like she's disappointed that whatever was there is gone. So you scared it off. I scared off a ghost that was gonna pick up and pet my dog. Oh shit! So I'm like, oh. Did you tell Michael this? Um, I started to tell him about it, and then he just. Didn't really pay Didn't attention. We haven't really seen it. each other in like the last couple days. He's out of town. Uh, what's he doing? So he's skiing. I'm supposed to go up and see him, but one, well, I'm mad at him still. <laughs> so I don't want to. <laughs> and two, uh, I'd rather go see my mom. Perfect. So and I was like, there's no point in me driving up there like and having two cars and having to drive back down by myself. That's why I asked you if you were going up this weekend. And I was like, then I just go up with you right. and then drive back with you. And then I'd have someone to like hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I'm going to go to my mom's in the morning and come back and record with you in the evening. Perfect. It's going to be a good time. So. Excellent. Yeah. So my dog saw a ghost. That's pretty cool. But it seems to be a friendly ghost because my dog's like, dogs are pretty perceptive. And if well, my. Your dog likes everything. That's true. But I'm just saying, if she wants to be picked up and pet by this ghost, like, I can't imagine that it's that bad of a ghost. Yeah. It's not a scary ghost. Yeah. The other theory that I have is occasionally I think my grandparents come to visit me. Because, like, occasionally I'll just get, like, a big old whiff of, like, stale cigarette smoke. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, Papa. People downstairs smoke? No. There you go. Yeah. So, well, he might, but, like... I've had it like one time it was my birthday and I was driving by a bakery and all of a sudden my car just smelled exactly like my grandparents, hmm. which was like old people and cigarette smoke. And then, <laughs> and it's 
came directly after like a week before I had a dream about running into my grandparents in the dream and just being like, Oh, I missed you guys so much. And like physically hugging them. And like, I can feel things in my dreams. Um, can you, uh, the one time I was getting strangled. Yeah. So like, but I, I could feel like my grandparents hugging me in my dream. And then like a week later I could smell them and I was like, hmm. then it was my birthday. So that's so nice. Yeah. I think they pop by. I'm not sure which one it is or if it's both of them, but, but something nice happened. Yeah. They're around. And like I said, remember the ghost from my parents' house? We're 90% sure that was my Nana. So (laughs) my Nana was just fucking shit up. (laughs) (laughs) She just wanted to be heard. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So. Cool. Is that it? That's all I got. All right. Uh, Millie Cleeky Maka, friends.